Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 228 for the week of October 22nd, 2012. Welcome, everybody. This is Adam, and I'm on Skype. I'm actually in a different place this week, but you can't tell because I'm on Skype. And here's Doug with what we're doing this week. Yeah, we actually have some miles between us this time, not just a you know, five-minute drive. So anyway, um, this week we're going to be talking, uh, we're going to do some stuff off the blog, talk a little bit about the uh, new promotion for 2012 and who knows how long for the Disney parks and what they're going to be doing there. Uh, and then we're going to uh, talk about a, I guess a good attraction in Hollywood Studios for kids and for parents and that's called Disney Junior Live. So um, anyway, we're going to uh, hit up on all that stuff, chat who knows uh, about what else along the way and get on out of here. And we'll be back. All right, everybody. So we're back. And uh, first we're going to take off with, um, I guess, a... A little bit of an announcement of what they just uh, announced for the New Year promotion for the Disney Parks. And that's actually going to be called Limited Time Events. And so I guess, uh, Adam, you heard a little bit more about this probably than what I did even. Uh, and kind of how it comes together. It's, I guess it's a, it's a simple, but it's a cool concept at the same time. Yeah, I guess the first thing I want to say is go check out the blog. Because on the blog, first of all... Um, the way they announced this was on Times Square in New York City, and when they did this, they built a castle out of ice. So there's an ice castle sitting in New York City, Times Square. Well, it's probably melted by now because some warm weather came through. But uh, they had a Cinderella carriage out of ice. They made some different things, and they had these guys come in and do ice sculpting just for this promotion. But anyway, along with that, Cinderella was there meeting, greeting everybody, and they made this big announcement about uh, this thing about the 2013 season and what they're going to do. And it was pretty interesting because basically the gist of it is um, every so often for a week's time, they're going to have a special event and uh, the special events are random. So, uh, for example, uh, next September, there's a 13th Friday. The 13th is on September. Well, everyone thinks, you know, that's a bad day, but they're actually taking that whole week and making it the, they're bringing out the villains into the parks a lot more and they're kind of just creating the, the Friday the 13th the feel for the week. And I, I forget what they call it, but there's other ones. Uh, around the 4th of July, it's a big celebration. They're actually adding more fireworks onto uh, some of the fireworks in the parks. Uh, Here's a cool and one. It's just there's, a big celebration about our freedom in the United States. There's um, one here too called the Long Lost Friends Week. And it puts uh, the parks rarely seen characters in the spotlight. Uh, characters such as Clarabelle Cow, Remy Flick, uh, Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Uh huh. Pretty cool. That's yeah, neat. and that, those are just three of them. And there's a lot more to go with that, and it's just random stuff. So uh, I say go check that out. It'll give you more details, and plus it'll. Well, I cool, think they may even announce. The cool thing different is, this is not a hard ticket event, so it's just something that's going to go on if hmm. you're just in the parks, which is. It's nice. I love those hard ticket events because it cuts down on the crowds. But um, at the same time, it also cuts back on the hours for the park for that day, which I understand can be unfair to a lot of people. So yep. especially if you're not somebody who's following what's going on in the park. And let's say you go to Magic Kingdom only to find out what, yeah, you have to leave the park at 7 that day. And if you're not, if you're not really aware of what's happening, then you've kind of just, you know, ruined part of your day. Yep. 
So, anyway. Yep, cool. So, okay. I say, so, yeah. I also was just going to jump through some simple stuff here. Um, just some stuff that's come past me on the uh, on the Disney Parks blog this week. Um, actually, uh, Disney's vintage Walt Disney World celebrates food with a look back at Food Rocks at Epcot. Um, let's see here. Uh, perfect Disney crafting, Hakuna Matata, Disney uh, manicure. That's strange. Uh, they did say something about a Disney Alaska cruise, which I think probably a lot of people know about. Uh, the spooky scoop from Disney on how Halloween is celebrated at Disney parks around the world. And we've actually done... I know that uh, it is a lot darker in some of the parks, I should say, um, than what it is. For instance, when we went to uh, Mickey's Not So Scary... Uh, I know in um, in Hong Kong uh, they're much darker about how they do things. They kind of take that childish thing out of it, which I don't uh. like so much. But to each his own. That is their culture and kind of how they enjoy doing things. Uh, let's see here. Behind the scenes look at how uh, we created the giant three-story ice castle in Times Square. Yeah. So there we go. There's actually mm -hmm. a story on the blog about that if somebody wants to see that. That's another thing, too, that I thought of. Um, if... If anybody, you know, if you happen to know, like you're going to a city, uh, New York, Chicago, for instance, uh, or in L.A. probably, and you know that there's a uh, Disney store there, go and visit it. They're all different, and they're all usually really cool in their own way. Uh, the Disney one in New York I've been to, the Disney one in Chicago I've been to, the one in New York always has kind of cool merchandise that's, um, set up really for New Yorkers, you know, and for New York, the city itself. Chicago mm -hmm. is more of like three, kind of two and three stories and a lot of woods and stuff like that. It's an older building, but uh, pretty cool looking. Cool. Anyway. Um, one other um, thing I want to say, if, are you done with all those announcements? Yeah, yeah, I think it's good enough. The only thing I want to say is uh, I saw some videos out there. Some people have actually gotten into Fantasyland. They opened it up and uh, people were going through the queue of uh, the Little Mermaid attraction and uh, speaking to that, yeah, hopefully, we, that. We, we had a great email from Bob who sent us an email and Doug responded and we hope to connect with Bob. Bob and Cheryl are going to be there for the end of the Not So Scary, the beginning of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And they hope to be in uh, to get in some uh, soft opening areas to the new Fantasyland stuff. Yeah. So we may get and to Bob, talk Bob to them or get a, some pictures. Bob said he was going to call in. Uh, awesome. And leave some uh, leave some voicemails for us, uh, just about basically the things that he's seeing, they're seeing, I should say, he uh, that they'll be seeing along the way. So um, that should be interesting. Bob's always pretty insightful, and he's always very detailed in the things that he sees. You know what, too? In case anybody is interested in giving us a call, you see, or you want to uh, talk about something or uh, shoot a question our way, you can reach us at 740 616 8660. That's 740-616-8660. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Or email us at podcast at these amazing places. So, um, and, th and that number has changed. So if you listen to old shows, uh, we had a different number at the time. Right. So anyway. You know what, too? Let's uh, not forget to announce uh, uh, December 6th is actually the official opening date for Fantasyland. Yes. Uh, of course, it'll be everything except for... Uh, uh, the uh, Cinderella's mine car. Is that what it is? Snow White, sorry. Snow, White. Snow White's. Wow. Yep. Snow White's mine car. And uh, I think there's a couple other things, some meet and greet areas or something that may mm -hmm. not be open. And on that same date, Test Track will be reopening. 
awesome. So, yeah. I know, really cool time to be there. Uh, they also added, I guess, I just saw a thing on the blog where they added some um, some refreshing and some other things to um, uh, Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, okay. So I think that's awesome. I mean, it's really an attraction that not many people even talk about anymore. It's been there, of course, for a long time. I think since opening. And uh, here they are still refreshing it. So, And, of course, we've got the stuff that's going to be going on with the um, uh, interactive queue coming into uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Yep. And, uh, of course, the uh, that new uh, Fast Pass, X Pass, whatever they're going to call it, is coming along for anybody who hasn't seen that uh uh, they're actually starting to set up more of those. They're like a tall pole with a big ball on the top of them, and you just scan your your room key or your pass in your ticket for the day, and it automatically picks up and it allow you into the ride. So, wow, um, that's not on every ride, and it's not an everyday thing yet. But uh, the testing is becoming more widespread, and so I think really what they're what they're working that into because it's going to work off that RFID technology and I think that they're looking at uh, a lot of different ways of using that and not just as a fast pass but for many things uh, I, I guess two I'm just going to keep going here because stuff keeps coming to me um, somebody picked up two on a patent that, that they uh, Disney just applied for for a bracelet that you can use and works also off of the RFID and that'll probably at some point that's going to become your ticket into the parks uh, you can also apply your charge card to it if you wish. When you buy things, you just scan your bracelet there and you keep going through the parts. So, pretty good idea, cool. I think. Cool so, deal. Anyway. Well, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff coming in, coming down the pipe. There so. is. There is a lot of stuff. So, I think it's really it's awesome that they, uh, uh, they're tweaking things at this point. Not just thinking about the big things, but they're actually making the little things uh, better. And probably making your stay more efficient while you're there. Which is a good yep. thing, I think. Cool. All right. I think that's all we've got for news. So uh, we'll take a break and move on to Disney Junior Live. Okay, everybody. It's uh, it's time to talk about Disney Junior Live. This is something that uh, until I was there with my granddaughter um, that I. We, I think we've even made blurbs about it on other shows that we probably wouldn't go into it or it didn't really interest <laughs> us or whatever. And I have to tell you, after being in there with her and seeing it and kind of seeing the kids, first of all, it's an awesome place to go if you want to sit in the air conditioning for 25 minutes. Uh, awesome place for that. Um, it's also technology-wise, it's got some cool things going on in it. And it's not obnoxiously loud, you would think, with all the kids in there. That it might be kind of like that it's really not it's quite entertaining um man just though i had such a good time just watching uh, my granddaughter just dance around and have fun along with these other kids so uh, yeah so let's just, talk about it because I, yeah. I haven't been in it and you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is you said air conditioning and i thought this was outside nope. so it's like a right, big, so, a large so where is this located warehouse. yeah okay it's located right across from the uh uh disney is it the anime art of animation studio Okay. To, yeah, you know what I mean there. Sure. Uh, kind yeah. of across from uh, uh, what the heck? Now I'm forgetting the well, uh, um, is it the Little Mermaid attraction? Well, well the Little Little Mermaid's right around there. So yeah. I was gonna say, is it right there? Yeah. yeah. So there's kind of that courtyard there uh, where the animation place is at. The Little Mermaid's kind of if you're standing looking at the animation place, it's off to the left and off to your right is Disney Junior Live. Okay. So it and it's in a closed building. Yeah, it cool. is in a closed building. 
So, yeah. and they, and you know, and this is something else I noticed when I was in the parks a lot this time. They, they were using bubbles everywhere, and the kids loved them. But when you go in here, the bubbles just rain down out of the ceiling. It's oh, cool. So it's really awesome. Is there a queue line to this, or do you pretty much just wait outside? Yeah, there are show times, and so, um, yeah, you're, okay. you're waiting outside. Okay. So, but then you really, I mean, the wait time outside isn't all that long. Because then they enter you in and you kind of everybody gets seated. And so there's a little while just setting everybody down. And you're sitting on the floor, so you're not sitting in seats. Okay. So you're sitting on the carpeted floor. Um, and they kind of have squares set up on that floor. And they'll direct you to the squares where you're supposed to be sitting. Um, so everybody does that. It takes a little while to do that. So everybody's chatting, listening to music, kind of having a good time. And then the show will start. Okay. So... Yeah, go ahead. And um, I, I was just going to go through the normal, normal details. I know I saw online this is not Fast Pass available. Right. So it's just a show. Um, let's see what else. Obviously, there's no height restriction or anything like that. Kids can go in. Um, right. Family oriented. Parents, oh, of definitely. course, are definitely. more than welcome to come in. Yeah, if your kids are into Disney Junior. Uh, on TV, of course, um, they're gonna love this place. So, technically, what you're gonna see in there is a, the the uh, I want to say the we call them like the hit shows, the prime kind of shows for Disney Junior, which are the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, uh, Handy Manny, um, well, uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates, and uh, wow, what's the other one? I can't it's believe it. Oh, Little Einsteins, Einstein's, which is how could I forget that one? Yeah. The Lionsteins and Jake and the Neverland Pirates are really my granddaughter's favorite. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, she knows them all. And it's just amazing to see them light up and start singing the songs. Yeah. So, technically, what you're looking at is kind of a... They have a live MC up there who goes on and off the stage. But then there are puppets that kind of come up out of the stage. Large puppets that come up out of the stage. Mm. And they are, you know, Mickey Mouse and... Basically, the Fab Five the are going to be there. Yeah, uh, and then the little Einsteins too, aren't right. they? Well, and then what happens is the the stage is kind of it has what looks like a book kind of on it, and he pulls open the next section of the book, and so then you go from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and he pulls it open, and then you'll hear the Handy Manny music start, and then you're looking at that point once he's pulled it open, you're looking at the Handy Manny set, mm -hmm. and so then Handy Manny comes out, everybody does their own thing. Technically, at that point, it's like it's like watching a Handy Manny episode, uh, but everything's going on live in front of you. And then as that one wraps up, the MC comes back up. Sometimes he's talking to Handy Manny. Sometimes he's involved along the way. And then he comes up, he pulls, he turns the page to um, uh, Chill the Einsteins. Music starts playing. Kids go crazy. Bubbles coming out of the ceiling. All kinds of effects or whatever <laughs> going on. Um, and then, of course, then you go into what would be kind of a live episode of... Uh, of and then yeah, one thing one thing I noticed when I was watching it on there is that it starts off with Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, yep. and the entire show is based off Mickey Mouse Clubhouse because they're finding um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for anybody that hasn't seen it is about clues throughout the episode, and so as they get clues, that's the next show. Right. So like, uh, you know, Toodles is Toodles. the guy who has Absolutely. the tools. Yeah. And so you'll get a tool that'll go to Handy Manny, and then the next one it'll be a tool that'll go to Little Einsteins or whatever it is, and so on and so forth. And I don't know, I don't remember the ending. Does the end close off with Mickey Mouse then? Yeah, it does with the Fab okay. Five. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, then you still have Jake and the Neverland Pirates, which is hugely popular. Um, mm -hmm. It's funny too because it's 
uh, it's given a whole new life to the band. They might be giants. Oh yeah. <laughs> they've kind of they've turned this whole pirates thing into a whole career, I think, for themselves. Well, see, that's not. See, they also wrote this. They wrote the theme for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Did, you Did know they that? really? No, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So that I wonder, the I wonder if they song, wrote the theme dude. then for Handy Manny. Oh, did they? So I don't know. Maybe they did. Little Einstein's is different. It's more of like a, um, uh, it would yeah, be classical music. Everything's based oh, on classical it? music. The guy who does, I forget the composer who did the Bumblebee, um, Flight of the Bumblebee. Oh. Uh, um, starts with an R. Yeah. I forget, but Ravinsky or something like that. Okay. Anyway, that's that's in Little Einstein's, but then yeah. there's also like the theme song to Little Einstein's is based off a classical composition. Yep. Well, and so. the whole show, I mean, they go through Brahms, they go through Tchaikovsky, they go through mm -hmm. Beethoven, they you name it. And you know what's funny because I remember, that I think that this all launched out of a thing that uh, there was a theory that if you play classical music while the baby's in the womb, mm -hmm. it helped for it. it, it it um, activated sensor, sensory parts in the brain even while it was still in the womb. And that, I believe, Disney turned into this whole little Einstein thing. Yeah. And they actually spread the theme out, the story out a little more. Yeah, it's kind of funny because my daughter, her two favorites are the other two that your daughter, your granddaughter doesn't Handy so Manny. much like anymore. She loves, well, she loves um, Little Einsteins and Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Clubhouse, so those, well, no, no, it's funny, so it kind of hits, because your granddaughter's Randy still loves three the now, line right? Signs. She loves the lawn signs, yeah, she's three. Okay, so she, see, you know, like... I mean, because she just, just, tell me something, your daughter, does she, does she belt out the music to the line sign? No, <laughs> not yet, she can kind of say it, but <laughs> okay. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is her big thing, so. Okay, well, my granddaughter just belts out the music to the Little Lion Stands and uh -huh. somewhat Jake and the Neverland Pirates but the Little Lion Stands music man she just goes to town with it I yeah. mean she screams out uh -huh. so anyway cool um, well I'm glad it will, we'll actually get to play it for everybody so they can actually hear it too so um, that's pretty much all I wanted to say because there's a lot of audio to this show isn't it like a 25 minute show yeah you know what though I didn't really record a whole lot of the show oh okay um, the reason why is um, it's very open like place and so the audio was horrible. It was horrible to try to pick up in there. So, yeah, you're not going to hear much of that. I'll pull some stuff out that I do have. I did okay. a little bit of filming. Okay, so I just didn't know how much audio you had there, Doug, but that's okay. So I guess um, just to say, you know, Hollywood Studios is a great place to go check out. So uh, well, maybe this, is this attraction show, I mean. is a good time to go hit this attraction in the afternoon when it's yep. blazing hot. Yep. Um, or you know maybe, what, too? When it's cold. I mean, there That's are times true. in the fall when you can be there. Let's say it starts to go a little bit into the evening, uh, around 5, 6 o'clock or so, and it starts getting kind of uh, cold. Uh, might be a good time to go in and just check that out. I, yep. I think, too, it's one of those things probably. You could take your kids in there two or three times during the day, and they'd love it. Oh, yeah, cool. And it, I was going to say, it, it, it might be a good break for kids that, um, you know, if they're cranky or whatever because they've been walking around too much or... Um, even the little ones that may not get to do all the things that the big kids get to do, this is a good place for that, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm just thinking there's some things they may not enjoy as much. Okay, they might enjoy Indiana Jones, Stunt Spectacular. They, you know, they might enjoy some of those other rides they're allowed to go on, but they're not going to really connect with the characters. I mean, they'll connect with characters, but this attraction is all about connecting with the characters the entire time. So I think this will really help. Um, little kids 
but and then yeah. of course there are i know there i'm sure there are teenagers out there that might be into this stuff that didn't grow up with it that might be into it you know so. what too i mean if you have like a brother or sister who's a little bit older than their you know younger siblings they can still have a good time in there uh with their younger siblings just dancing around and singing and having some fun with them if that's what they want to do sure. if they're not to that point where you know they're too cool to do all that then right uh right. that can be a good time with them uh, of course too the parents can have a blast um good place probably too to even get your video recorder out and uh you can videotape your kids and just uh show them having a real good time mm-hmm. yep so okay so cool well, uh, other than that um do you, do you have enough audio to play something i'll see them? i'll see what i've got um okay. uh i'll just say it now too we've got some stuff here that we're kind of recording uh about some places that are of course not in disney that we've gone to that are local around us um and one of them, you know, is local here in our town of Newark, Ohio, and uh, the other one is actually a place Easton, uh, Easton Town Center, which is a shopping center in Columbus that um, we've been to. So I'll probably tag that onto the end, and everybody can kind of listen to that. So if you do live in this area, or if you happen to be visiting this area, these are uh, some of those. Sometimes, especially one of them, it's one of those little local kind of restaurants that nobody would know about unless you are local in that area. So that's the kind of stuff we've always tried to get people to tell us about. So I figure we can tell them about some of them that we know of. Or you've kept, or you're catching a flight in from uh, what are the what what's our hub here in Columbus? What is it? JetBlue is a hub. And... Uh, actually, we have JetBlue. We have AirTran. AirTran. Southwest. We have um, Delta. Yeah, Delta's Delta is a huge one too. Yep. Yeah. So, so anyway. Yeah, I mean that's definitely one. If you want to make your way over to Easton, it's not very far away. Uh, no. And you can go over there. Heck, there's all kinds of places to eat. But uh, one of them Adam just went to. And so I'll probably throw in a little bit of audio there about that place. And you'll hear some of the descriptions of, of what there is to eat. Um, and it's on our Flickr, too. So yeah. people can go check that out. And so. speaking of food, I mean, you know, we didn't really throw it in there. But there's a lot of stuff going on right now. So there's food and wine. And stuff going oh, on yeah. Park, so uh, definitely, definitely go check that out if you get a chance. And we, of course, did a whole series of shows. Uh, a couple shows anyway on on food and wine so but you know what it's always a good place to go and just eat uh especially now with the be our guest is opening oh um, i'm yeah. gonna go ahead and just let's just chat about that here for a minute uh there actually was some stuff that came out about the be our guest a lot of people may not know be our guest will be um open for lunch but it is actually counter service for lunch uh uh and i think it was also i should say no reservation for lunch so it's right. just kind of come in and eat um, what is it too? I saw it Gaston's Tavern, which is there. Instead of mm -hmm. the turkey leg, they have the pork shank. Have you seen that yet? It's seven, <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, that's a big like it's the pork. Yeah, pork on a on a bone basically. That's so, funny. Yeah, cool looking. Um, yeah, I saw where some people said yeah it was pretty good and it kind of reminded them of uh, of the turkey leg, uh, basically not in how it looked but kind of how it tasted so mm -hmm. that's something different than of course i'm um, matching up to what you would kind of see by being at um uh wizarding world of harry potter you can buy the goblet with this uh, drink in it that's more like a frozen apple juice with some frothy stuff on it and uh you can also buy like a mug so both of those things are those collector's things that you can kind of do uh that you would see you know when we were when we were in uh wizarding world so they're kind of matching up to that a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking to be the, to be our guest, uh, there is, uh, in fact, the blog has more stuff on that. So go check it out. But the Imagineers talk about the rooms and the building of all that and what they put into it. And uh, 
the three rooms are supposed to be amazing and just the whole whole whatever you want to call it the story they put into it yes it's part of the beauty and the beast but the idea that the, there's like these two gargoyles guarding the guarding the entrance and as you go in they're actually like holding up part of the ceiling it looks like and you're actually entering into part part of the castle because you know they see the castle off in the distance and the whole spiel along with that as well as the fact that you can, you can actually go in and eat there so um yes you can eat lunch there but they were saying at least have a meal in there for dinner oh, the dining room looks amazing. you're gonna get the experience yeah. that is gonna be worth it at least do it once it may be yeah. i don't even know if it's gonna I, be know, it is I, on the dining plan but it right. may be too but too i think as far as expense it didn't seem outrageous from what i saw okay but wow it was gorgeous everything that i saw in there was just amazing mm -hmm. um yeah so i definitely say go check it out there's I think it looks like it's going to be kind of a neat little area. Um, when I think about it, as far as the land, it did remind me of size-wise of uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. um, but and I, I kind of looked at the thing with the, the bell thing where you go in, they take you through the mirror and all that. Have you seen that stuff on the blog? Yep. Okay, that reminded me of the um, wand shop. Yeah. But uh, of course, you're not standing in line outside for 40 minutes waiting to get into it. <laughs> so. No. Yeah, and see, this is only, but you have to remember that this is a whole land that's going to be as you walk around. Right. There's supposed to be trees that will reveal each part as you walk around it. So yeah. it's actually going to look nicer than just a one straight street right. line with all this stuff in one theme. Well, waterfalls. You know, I mean, there's water, what, five uh -huh. or six waterfalls. All kinds of stuff. Go through there. So, yeah, I can see them. You know, too, if I think back to that one story that uh, we went through some time ago, talking to with Roy about the plants, the moving plants that react. Oh, They're yeah. real plants. Um, what was it? Botanicus interactus. That's what it was. Uh, I could see them using some of that stuff in sure. this area. So you could have talking and moving and who knows, plants mm -hmm. doing all kinds of wild things. Yep. So, okay. All, all right. right. Um, cool deal. Well, with that, I think you play this audio and we can close up the show after the audio. You want to do that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. See you on the other side.
Okay, everybody. Uh, well, hopefully I had some audio enough of something to throw in there. I'm sure I could come up with uh, several things. So anyway, um, that's it for this week. It's been uh, several crazy attempts here trying to record a show. We probably could have had four or five shows put together within the uh, amount of technical problems that we've had along the way. But those have worked out, so hopefully uh, from here uh, on out, uh, this will be smooth sailing. And uh, hopefully we get Roy on again here pretty soon. We actually have uh, several different ideas of different shows to do. Um, I know it's been a lot less as far as um, audio and hitting attractions and those. Uh, I do actually want to do a show at uh, some point here on the um, uh, interventions. Uh, I was oh, in yeah. there actually for the first time ever in all the times that I've been in the parks actually spent some time in interventions. So I want cool to do, I do uh, uh, some shows in there. We've got some other good discussion shows, and uh, we'll see what comes up. Uh, holidays are coming up, so you never know what uh, what we'll be able to pull out and uh, do along the way. And just a reminder to everybody that uh, we are trying to release shows as, as we can, so that doesn't mean it's going to come every week. So if you've been looking forward to our shows, uh, we are not releasing them every week. So just uh, keep that in mind as you're looking at and it may get crazier as time goes on, especially around holidays and different stuff that's going on in our lives. But we'll try to keep you updated. Um, follow our Twitter if you want to look for any updates with announcements and stuff. It's probably the best way that we will get that to you. But other than that, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to us. And hopefully, um, if you don't get a chance to check out this attraction with kids, uh, or at least listen to the audio, go check it out And the next time you're in the Disney parks. Um, I'm looking forward to going... Hopefully I can take uh, some little kids with me when I go this next time. And so. it's also in Disneyland. We didn't mention that. It just opened oh. there in Feb March March of uh, 2012. So, yeah, wow. if you happen to be in Disneyland, going out there, check out uh, Cars Land and all that over in DCA. You can run over and maybe check us out with the kids. Cool. All right, everybody. Cool deal. That wraps up another week. And so uh, I think it's time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, late at night here. And, and, yeah, Adam and I really are several hours apart so uh work calls life calls so anyway uh, uh as we said we'll have some shows coming up and uh and i hope everybody's doing great wherever you're at at this time like we said give us a call give us an email we'd be glad to hear from you guys that's all i got for this week how about you adam all right yeah that's it so thanks so much for listening we'll hope you guys have a good one all right and we'll we'll see you sometime all right take care we'll talk to you later bye bye this podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening. I've never heard of that before in Edamame uh, until yeah. uh, uh, I saw you put that up and on Lou's show. He was doing that late night dining show and he kept talking about Edamame. I'd never oh. heard it before, and then all of a sudden, within like a couple of days, I hear it twice. Yeah, it's it's a vegetable. It's like a looks. It's kind of like I think it's soybeans or something like that, but they're green. So I don't know how to describe them. Was but. it good? Oh yeah, it was fresh sushi, and we had a well. You saw the banana split thing. That thing was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was cool looking actually. Yeah, and so Jamie was, doesn't like seafood, so we just get vegetarian stuff. Yeah. It was really good. You so. know, I just ate, I don't know if you like gyros. 
Oh um, yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah. There's a place in downtown Newark. It looks like a real dive called Scorpios. It's right. Oh before yeah, you... oh, I go there all the time. <laughs> man, it's oh, their food's amazing. I know they're awesome, and um, I've been telling people go there because they don't seem busy at all. And I yeah, want Justin actually turned me onto it, and um, uh, wow, they have some amazing stuff. Like I just got this um yesterday. I got this uh, uh grape leaves. Oh yeah, I've just, had those. Yep. Oh man, that was good. Yeah, isn't it good? Yeah, and I actually ate some falafel and tried that. The vegetable vegetable falafel. Which uh-huh. was it was pretty good. And then their gyros are just amazing. Oh yeah. So Yeah. I've had the chicken, I've had the lamb, I've had the grape leaves, I've had uh what else do they have? Greek salads. Uh there's a hummus dip with uh pita bread. I've yeah. had that. Yeah, see good, you've eaten them. So you've yeah. eaten them quite oh, a bit. Oh I've had it a ton. How'd so. you find that about? 